Previously on that Cthulhu John. You start to see Skinny Joey running towards you. Lenny! Lenny! Jimmy tried to fucking shoot me! I push past him and head back toward the cabin. Lenny, you feel something very sharp and you see Skinny Joey retract a very long needle. Uh, and then you look up, it looks like your arm is turning into a snake. Snake arms, okay. And your fingers are little snakes coming off of it. So, what? Do you know about my father? I'm gonna boil this water. You grab your chain, dip the medallion into the boiling water. The chain is burning hot. However, the medallion is about room temperature. What the fuck? So you walk back into the cabin and you see Jimmy the Skiff standing up. Uh, what are you, uh, what are you doing here? Aren't you supposed to be, uh, shot in the back and dead? And you see blood start just pouring Ooh. out of his chest. You turn ass and you run away. Heavy breathing, sweaty, seeing my breath. It's like making a giant cloud in front of me. Thanks for joining us for That Cthulhu John, episode 23. We are a real play Call of Cthulhu podcast. I am George, your keeper of arcane lore. And with me are my friends and investigators, Chad. Chuck. And Jenny. Everyone doing snake jazz today. Oh man. <laughs> he started it. I was so ready well, to say because... hi again. I had nothing. <laughs> I had one ready to go, but I went with it. <laughs> but it was more snake stuff, so it's all good. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. <laughs> you finally yeah. got a funny one in. It was fitting. <laughs> Just gonna say hi. She's crying right now. <laughs> you remind me of Millie a little bit. Stop telling me that. This is like the third time you've told me that in real life. Stop it. I'm not an old so, lady. I, just, I can see the relation, that's all. <laughs> oh, man. I'm sorry. Are we? You're yeah, right. We're doing something. <laughs> we got this game to play. Oh, I'm sweating now. <laughs> All right, so the uh, reason that we were doing all the snake jazz in the beginning is because uh, Lenny was in the woods in the Poconos. And uh, he, <laughs> he had just um, been kind of tripping out because of something that was injected to him by Skinny Joey, making him see all kinds of snakes and crazy shit like that. Lenny, what happened after that? You remember seeing, uh, sorry, you remember seeing Skinny Joey look like he was coming for you? Slithery Joey. <laughs> and you had ducked behind uh, a tree or a ditch or something? Yeah, just, uh, trying to get low and staying out of view unless he was like right up on me, you know, somewhere with some, some good all around cover if I could. Very, um, you know, hiding from the ring race style. Okay. All right. So you happen to I... find a s small cliff that leads down to a ravine, a creek. Mm -hmm. Probably, is it like froze over or just dry this time of year? It's froze over right now. Okay. Well, it's better for me. But there's a kind of a small cliff that leads down to it. All right. So I hop down there, lay close to the side. And you're standing on the ice of the frozen creek. Give me a luck roll. My luck. What? Why am I going to waste a six early on? I pass. Noise. That ice is very thick that you're standing on. I should have did that for sanity. 
Oh, good. He's about to drown. I figured that's exactly what that was. Or at least a slip. <laughs> but I crouch down and I get low. Um, try to cover up a little bit if there's any, like, foliage, foliage, shit around bushes. Okay, so you're standing on the edge of the uh, cliff there, kind of have your back up against it, and you see that it has uh, a lot of roots that are you feel in your back right now. Nothing snakely. It feels like wood. Above you, at the top of the cliff, you can see some icicles kind of hanging off of there. Let's have a listen roll. Let's have a wee listen roll. Ain't it? Really getting the dust off of those. Um, how do you listen? There it is. Um, a 60 will not do it. So you hear above you some crunching snow. It's indeterminable about where it's coming from or how far away it is. It gets a little quieter and then it gets a little louder. Yeah, there's a lot of trees echoey and it's it's above me. Mm-hmm. Yes, I understand. Hard for you to hear. Plus I'm tripping. But you do hear something crunching. Tripping on snake juice. And get me some of that stuff. Um, I stay still as, as still as I can. Try not to poop myself. I'll clench. <laughs> clench up a little. <laughs> You have your back up against this cliff. You tilt your head to try to hear a little bit better. And then you turn to your side, and oh, no. there you see a rotting corpse. Oh. With well. slicked back hair, caught in a ponytail, <laughs> and a bulbous nose. Uh-huh. And you recognize the features of the dead Tommy Slick. <gasps> then he turns to you. And says, hey there, Lenny. Give me sanity roll, unless, yeah. Unless. Unless you want to call for a delusion roll, which, I mean, basically the same thing. Um, yeah, to try to fix my brain. It would make sense that you could question this because you know he's dead. He's totally dead, yeah. I know where I got him. That is a 29 of my 25 sanity. Oh. So you see your dead friend turn to you and say your name, and you were going to lose. This is like such an 80s horror movie. It's great. Six sanity. Ooh. Oh, my God. Oh, frig, like really? I like three. Yeah. I'm at 19 now. Thank you. Always up in everybody else's sanity business. Oh, jeez. And Tommy Slick says to you, What's the matter, Lenny? What you, what you hiding for? You hiding from something, Lenny? You, uh, you can't be here. You dead. What, uh... Oh, that's right. And, uh, remind me why I'm dead again. Can I run? You can. Can I start running down the... Or maybe across the, the froze up creek and up the other side, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, man. <laughs> Lenny, uh, after this thing kind of talks to you for a little bit. This thing. He was my friend. He has a name. <laughs> <laughs> Lenny, you have uh, what they call a bout of madness from losing yeah. your sick sanity there in yeah. an already fragile state of mind. It's a tight so, about. Right, so instead of running away, you I mean you want to turn oh. to run, but you're frozen in place. It is cold then. Yeah. All right. Um, I guess I just stare at him. Tommy Slick says to you, Lenny, remind me again why, uh, you know, I'm corpsified. Uh, you, you ain't supposed to be here. Oh, I know I'm not supposed to, Lenny. Look, you fucked up, not me. You had a job. You knew what it was. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I was well aware, Lenny. But here's the problem. I went crazy, Lenny. And guess what? Now you are, too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and you pass out. Okay. You faint. I you think I'd rather... Out. I'm going to try to sleep as much as possible from now on. <laughs> safer. Just safer that way. Sleepy Lenny. <laughs> Fuck. 
Okay, I pass out. Alright, you pass out. It's the second time I fell asleep in the cold. I'm gonna lose a finger. Some toes. Got those driving gloves on. Yeah, if they're like leather, they don't really hold in heat that well. Nah. They're good for strangling. Alright, let's get back to now that Lenny has passed out. We're gonna see mm -hmm. what Heather's doing. Heather, you were getting ready to go to work? Yeah, it's just like taking, I think it's jogging and getting ready for work after I uh, got yelled at by my grandmother for mentioning the necklace. That's right. And what do you do with the necklace right now? I'm wearing it. <laughs> you're wearing the emblem on you? Okay, so you go running and as you're jogging down the street, this thing is kind of flopping back and forth, uh, hitting mm -hmm. your chest. And every time it hits it, it just feels like it's cold. And it just... Something about it is just starting to kind of bother you. But you finish up your jog. Come home, what, you shower up? Yeah, I think... I think after that it was when I called Walter already and then dipped it in the water, boiled water, put it in there. That's right. And the, and the, uh, the chain that was on it heated up, but the metal... It did not heat up. It got, like, to maybe room temperature. Yeah. So, I think I'm just going to put it back on, even though, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then just get ready for work. And Walter said he was going to stop by. We can talk about it. Right. You get back from your jog. I guess you go take a shower? Mm-hmm. All right. As you enter the bathroom, you see the shower's already on. Okay. It's not like on full blast. It's just kind of like trickling. And you see down below it is Ginger, your roommate. Crusty Bottoms, if you will. Oh, yeah. Oops. She is naked mm -hmm. and she's just kind of rocking back and forth underneath the trickling water. Okay. Uh, Ginger, oh my God, are you okay? And I swing the curtain open, I guess, and try to get her a towel around her. She turns, looks at you with a wild-eyed stare. And she says, Heather, Heather, thank God you're here. What's going on? Like, what's happening? Get, get out of here. You're, you're freezing. She says, yeah. Yeah, get, 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 hand me a towel. Uh, holy crap. Uh, I just came home from rehearsal. And while I was getting undressed to shower, I just started seeing it. Seeing what? And I'm wrapping her up in a towel and trying to, like, get her physically out of there. But I'm not super strong. She says, it's just, it's just this shape. It's this weird, bending, changing shape that's somehow familiar. But the more you look at it, the more it draws you in. And I don't know, Heather. I just started seeing it. Seeing it everywhere. Well, what, do you, what do you mean, a, sh a shape? Like... Can you draw it? Says, I couldn't draw it because when you look at it, it looks different every time. I mean, have you slept? Like, have you eaten? Maybe you're just like, I don't know. Maybe you're just tired or maybe you're sick. She goes, well, um, last time I ate? Oh, I don't know. When did I make breakfast for you? I think that was a couple days ago. I think that was the last time I ate. And she starts to kind of look like she's thinking about it a little bit. So like, yeah, maybe, maybe I should just eat something. All right, I'm just gonna help her out of the tub and like put a robe on her. Okay. And bring her into the living room and like, I'll make food for her. Okay, so you make her some, what, ramen? <laughs> English muffin and- Something quick and easy. Yeah. Toast or something some like that. Eggos. Yeah, eggo waffles. So you whip up some frozen waffles, throw a little syrup on it. Give me a science. Well, do you have any science like biology or anything like that? Um, no. Okay, in that case, give me an education role. Okay. Thirty-three. That's got to be. Uh, yeah, I have hard 62, pass? but if it's better, I'll use two luck points to get a hard pass. Uh, hard pass would be better. Okay, I'll use two luck points. 
Can't take him with you. That's right. So you think that maybe she's just had this drop in blood sugar from not eating? And maybe that's why she's kind of delusional and, you know, just trembling. So that's how you kind of explain it away, I guess. You don't see any of this shape that she's talking about. I just, like, she's still working on her play all the time. I'm just asking her, like, are you doing that, like, too much? Are you sleeping? She goes, I'm not going to lie, rehearsal's been really rough. Maybe this is too much for you. Like, this show sounds crazy. The, The director sounds insane. You're not eating. You're not sleeping. Like, I don't know if this is worth the money. Heather, listen, if I get this... I can buy a house. I didn't want to tell you how much I was making. I didn't want to get jealous or anything like that. And to let you know that, you know, you might be losing a roommate. Fuck. I'm losing my job, <laughs> man. Bitch, you're going to lay this shit on me now? She goes, oh, no, I didn't know that. No, I didn't I'm say it like that. Sorry. <laughs> oh. oh, you didn't actually say that. <laughs> you may have. I might have. How would Heather react? Oh, yeah. I, I wish you would have told me because I'm actually losing my job soon, but uh, I mean. You're losing your job? What happened? Well, the fireside's closing. It's a long story. I don't oh, really want to. Oh, no. Heather, I'm so sorry. Listen, I'll still be around for a while at least. I mean, so she tells you that it opens April 6th, which is the first Saturday in April. You know, you still have a month or so to figure things out. Yeah. At least. It's fine. But she says, you know, she's really sorry about that. And she tells you, uh, if it really comes down to it, you know, you can you can crash at my place for a little bit. The place that I'm going to get. Oh, yeah. I mean, don't even think about that now. You're sick. Like, I have, you know, maybe that. And I have some other friends that I could couch surf with. And... She says, Okay. All right. Well, thanks. And she starts eating the toast and everything. And she she looks like she's starting to kind of calm down a little bit. She's not as jittery. Mm-hmm. And she looks up to you and goes, uh, you know, Heather, you really are a good roommate. Oh, Ginger, you're the best roommate. But thanks for saying that because I know I'm a disaster. <laughs> she goes, no, you're not, girl. You're a sweetheart. I really want her to draw it. Just being rude. Can't she just draw what it looked like in the beginning? Before it moved, like, can I ask her? Give a persuasion roll. Okay. Just a regular pass will do it. You gonna draw that picture. Whatever it looked like at first. Oh, wait. That's intimidation. Sorry. (laughs) Oh, fuck you. It's like 99. No shit. That's bad. So you ask her to draw it again. She goes... No, Heather, I couldn't. I couldn't do that. And she starts rocking back and forth again. Oh my God, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. No, 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 I couldn't. I kind of want to, but I can't. And she starts crying. Oh, God. So like she's patting her on the back, like, a little bit awkwardly. I don't think she's good with, like, um, I don't think she's good with, like, hugs and stuff. So she's like arm around the shoulder but like it be okay yeah why cry why? no <laughs> please no cry <laughs> all right so she starts to calm down a little bit you can now get in your shower and stuff <laughs> finish getting ready for work okay i look in the mirror for a while to see if i see any shapes in there she said she saw some and i'm like all right maybe they... um i guess you're taking a nice hot shower since it's the middle winter here Mm-hmm. So you shower up, wash your hair, you know, everything. And as you step out of the shower, you go to the bathroom mirror. And you see in the steam, there's a strange design or something that's left on there. Almost like someone had traced it on there prior. And then the steam... Made it come back up? Yeah, condensated on there. Steam from the shower. And it's really kind of weird looking. Heather, it starts to oddly 
look like it's spinning almost? Give me a sanity roll. Okay. Seventy-six. And my sanity is sixty-seven. Oh, Heather. Oh yeah, let's go nuts. This thing starts to weirdly let's bend. Get nuts. And it shapes itself inside of its own self and then comes back out again. Like a kaleidoscope effect. Okay. And it spins like a spiral at the same time. The inspiration for the screensaver. I'm, I'm yes. going to try and imagine this magic eye right now. Just picture an old Windows screensaver. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just like flying <laughs> toasters. So that's Oh man, those toasters look delicious if you can only catch them. <laughs> Let's flip around. Like a spirograph. Yeah, spirograph would be very fitting at the time. They were so fun. Gears and pencils. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. So I got in a fight, now I'm gonna get to go nuts. It's all happening, guys. It's all happening for you. Bitch, you don't wanna <laughs> fuck with me, I'm fucking crazy. <laughs> exactly. Oh man, you got rides. seeing patterns and shit. My eyes be going kaleidoscope. You don't want to get hit with this. I'm from the streets. I be scrape goofing. <laughs> Hanging out with my boy Snake Fingers. <laughs> Fuck with us. All right. Shit. So Heather, as this thing kind of bends, twists, and reshapes itself, you start to feel kind of lightheaded. And you pass out as well. Oh, snap. On the floor of your bathroom. What is Walter doing? Well, um, last I remember, I was uh, categorizing some disheveled bookshelves. Yes. What, uh, what time would you say we're picking back up in Walter's night? It's only there till 8. I'm going to say it's probably about like 5 o'clock. Okay. Uh, I wonder in uh, in my dealings with books and shelves and all this ordering and all that, uh, are there any books that might have any uh, historical references to uh, the fireside prior to it being the bar that it is now? Historic references? Oh, I see what you're going for. Hmm, give me a library scroll. Ah, no good. 55. Uh, you're having a tough time finding anything like that right now, particularly in this uh, disheveled bookstore. Yeah, no worries. I mean, it was more kind of if I happened to come across it. It was just kind of like a side thought. Since he's been kind of thinking about the fireside a bit more lately, uh, I figured if there were some book that had any reference, he might read about it a little bit, but not a big deal. There is something else, however, I had thought to do. What's that? You got any empty boxes around this place? Sure you do. Books come in boxes all the time. Nice. Well, I thought to make a cube out of one of them if I have to reshape it, or if we have one that happens to be, you know, of cubic dimensions. Uh, and hopefully not too small, which it probably wouldn't be if they were books in, or if they were originally holding books. Uh, essentially, I thought to maybe plot some of those lines on the outside of one of these boxes. Look at it a bit differently. How are you plotting these lines? Well, I mean, prior to... I had been putting them on pieces of paper, but I'm thinking, like, what if I started to uh, scrawl them, like, around the four sides of the box? Or six sides, maybe, if it's cubic? Right. Depending on the types of lines and angles and all that stuff. I see. Are you just drawing it on there? Uh, with the tools that I picked up, my compass and protractor and stuff like that. Right. Try to at least get some straight lines and stuff like that if they are straight. If they're parabolas or whatever else. I don't know. That might be different. Right. Let's see how you do with... I think this would be an education role. Yeah, Let me know if you get a hard pass. Mmm, 25 is uh, pretty good within my 77. That is a hard pass. Excellent. 
So with your hard pass, you start looking at these lines and you start plotting them out. And you realize that they're still not connecting in any sort of way. Like some of them kind of do, but the rest of the lines don't seem to match up still. However, rather than think outside the box, you start to think inside the box. Hmm. And start to think maybe if there were dimensions that, it, like if you thought of it in a more of a three-dimensional way inside of the box, that these lines might intersect. Very interesting. What if I were to stab a pencil into it and tie some strings and use those as the representations for the lines as opposed to drawing them? Well, you start to do that and these lines start to intersect. Oh, shit. It's going to take you a couple hours to do, though. You haven't gone through all the volumes of the Speculum Magus that you have. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. I mean, it was kind of just a, a practice idea. Mm -hmm. um, but you're starting to see that they are matching up when you do it that way. Very interesting. That's encouraging. I don't really spend too much time on it uh, once I kind of realize that there might be something further to investigate here. Mm-hmm. So, I think I might um, scrap the idea and um, kind of salvage the box for something else. Do we have, by chance, any uh, 8.5 by 11 kind of like those plastic sign holders that you would slip a paper into to kind of display them? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Sure. Well, then I might just have to check with the owners. Who's uh, closer to me, Headley or Theodore? Theodore is closer to you. He is also helping to pick up the uh, books off the floor and recategorize them. Well, then, uh, try to do two and one. I say, uh, hey, uh, Theodore, kind of two and one idea here. Um, are you and Headley uh, drinkers? You guys uh, ever go out, you know, for social drinking, I guess? Ever been to the fireside? <laughs> no, never heard of it. But me and Headley do enjoy going out for a drink every once in a while, you know. Sometimes I might have a couple too many, but Headley's always there to help me get home. Well, that's definitely good. I need a designated driver of nothing else. Well, the reason I bring it up is um, a friend of mine, uh, she might be losing her job soon in this bar that I like to, or that I've recently started to like going to the fireside. Seems they might be closing lately, and uh, I wondered if I might, uh, I don't know, put maybe like a little collection uh, box or something, see if uh, anybody wants to uh, help out, uh, try to keep it along or anything. I suspect if the place does go under, my friend will uh, totally lose her job. And uh, to that effect, uh, would you guys care to ever come out and have some drinks? Check the place out. Give me a persuade roll, chat. It's like the OG GoFundMe. Yeah. Sixty-five, however, is above my persuade quite a bit. Okay. So, Theodore says to you, "Well, Walter, um, we might go there sometime. I mean, join you for a drink there if you'd like, but unless it's..." You know, kind of literary related. I don't think it's appropriate to put up a sign, you know, asking for money for a bar. Yeah, no worries. Um, I just figured I'd run the idea by you. I'm glad I didn't uh, just go ahead and do it without asking. <laughs> but yeah, I do appreciate that. Uh, I guess uh, he doesn't really dwell on it or whatever. He kind of just uh, says, all right, well, I'll get back to it. Continues on shuffling books back on the shelves in their proper order. Okay. And you're putting these books back up there, big, small, heavy, light. Thinking the whole time about how long it's going to take you to do all of these lines and crack the code, too, on top of it. And you're figuring this might take months? Yeah, I can see that. Um... No, I don't think I ever found out when the Aquarian meteor shower was. And or if this was all related anyway, so. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. He'd probably be dwelling on that a bit longer. Okay. And Walter, that'll take you out to about 
We'll call that six o'clock where you're going to leave off at. Okay. Lenny was passed out for an hour. That's a bit. Out in the cold. Yeah, but like, you know, I was like kind of in some brush and stuff, you know. Snow's pretty insulating. <laughs> your face down in it. Well, that's not the best part, but it, you know. Yeah. Wait, how do you, why do you think people live in igloos? Igloos. I knew you were going to bring up igloos. You probably don't believe in igloos. People no, yeah, living in ice, that's a costume. No way. Their igloos are a myth. Yeah, they brought them snowblows in there way before their time. Yeah. So, Lenny, when you wake up, you don't see Tommy Slick there anymore. You don't see much of anything. It looks like it's all quiet around here. <sighs> Uh, I uh, kind of breathe into my hands and kind of slowly stand up and look around. Um, I gotta be pretty frazzled, but uh, I don't know, a little dazed and confused as well. Um, do I still feel like I'm tripping? I guess we'll find out. I climb up out of the hole or the ditch, the the creek bed. Over the cliff that you were hiding behind? Yeah. Um, and I'm gonna try to make my way back to the cabin. Uh, I need to warm up, and I know I built a fire before the first time I left and passed out, went back in, started to warm up, got chased out. So hopefully it's mm -hmm. still burning. I think I restocked the fire last time I was there, so should still have some warmth in the cabin, even though the door's probably wide open. Hopefully. So you wanna make your way back to the cabin. However, you have been running just kind of wildly and not really knowing where you're going. Run so give me a navigation roll. Oh, no. <laughs> That's so bad. It's the worst song of the book. I Never. can't take it anymore. Navigation. Can't even go to the Which supermarket is... without hearing it. Yeah. Yeah, son. 45 out of 50. All right. I'm, I'm a driver. I'm a good driver. Definitely very good driver. Really, really good driver. Definitely. So you find your way back to the cabin without much of a problem. You know, you're just like, well, if the sun was over here <laughs> when I got there. Mm -hmm. But you do find your way back to that cabin. And yeah. when you get there. Oh, yeah, slowly approach, trying to be quiet about it. And... Yeah, you don't see anyone on the outside of it. Okay. Um, this time, I think I'm going to have my... My shotgun in hand. Um, the rope's probably still attached to my shoulder, but I'm kind of holding it, ready to go. Have that ready, so if anything happens, you will act in dexterity plus 50. Oh, uh, because it's already in my hand? Yeah, because it's readied. Oh, neat. Okay, um, if anything happens. Anyway, uh, yeah, so I creep around and try to see if the door's still open in the cabin or if anyone's in there. When you get there, you're at the back door. Okay. Not the door I ran out? Uh, if I remember right, you did run out the back door. Oh, did I? Did I leave it open? It is open. All right. Peek in. Make my way inside. All right. Close it behind me. All right. Close it behind you. Uh, you hear the crackle of the fire. Oh, thank God. You can smell that hearthy kind of smell in here, and it's warm, and you feel it on your face first, but... It's a comforting sensation. Yeah, I'm gonna get, get next to the fire. You start to walk in, but you see the corpse of Jimmy the Skiff still laid out on the floor in a puddle of blood. He's towards the middle of the room. There is a big carpet in the middle of the room. The rest of it is hardwood. His blood's all over the carpet. Can I roll him up and uh, drag him outside for the time being? You sure can. All right. Uh, out the back door, I guess. Give me a strength roll. And then I continue to warm up. Oof, 94 ain't gonna do it. He's, is he a big boy? <laughs> well, Jimmy the Skiff is an uh, older gentleman. However, he's kind of muscular for his age. Shame I didn't bring an actual skiff. All right, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna let myself warm up a little bit. I'm gonna roll him up in it and, and, and wait. Warm up a bit. Kind of... Get my strength back. Uh, I think there's some beans still there, right? <laughs> Who said anything about beans? I thought there was like some weird, uh, random like dry goods and stuff. I don't know. Oh, around yeah. the cabin, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and your black strap coffee. Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah. Um, oh, is it still? Is it boiling away? <laughs> what, did you leave it on the boiler? I don't know. I might have gotten chased out before I ever drank it. I'm gonna say that it's boiled over, and right now it's just kind of charred at the bottom. Yeah. I'd take that off with something in my hand, the towel or something. But uh, mm-hmm. so I eat a little bit, get warmed up, get some strength back. All right. You start to warm yourself up. It takes a good like 20 minutes or so for you to actually feel warm. And then in another 10 minutes, the jacket starts to feel a little heavy for the situation. All right. Then in that case, before I take it off, I'm going to try to drag him out again. Okay. Uh, give me a pushed strength roll. Ninety-three. Oh, no. How did it go from ninety-four to ninety-three? It's still not a crit fail, but yeah, but shit, still, dude. I mean, that kind of it kind of balances out that double well, one right? that you got right? the other game. Double ones and then starting oh, yeah. with like a seven or something. Oh man, I think your hands aren't working. You're freezing. Yeah. I thought you were already looking for like a pitch axe and stuff when you got chased away. I was. I was going to bury him. Oh, okay. Um, but I never I never got to it. Nope. So you go to pick him up, and Lenny, you feel pull in your back as you go to leave, lift him? Oh, no. Oh, oh man. You're going to take one hit point of damage. My poor fucking back. I know what that's like. <laughs> and... You know that this guy probably ain't going nowhere. Not with your back feeling that way. This guy ain't going nowhere neither. <laughs> I'm going to lay down for a while. Laying next to each other. Just yeah, you and a corpse. Can, can you hold me there, Skiff? <laughs> you got any more room in that rug? Your blood is so warm. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, let's uh, have a little nap, maybe. I don't, I'm not moving yet. It's the only time you're try safe. To, I try to relax it away and chill for a bit. I guess I take my jacket off as I'm laying on the floor. <laughs> All right. Just like leave so it below do me. Do chill. You, I mean, you don't chill out. You warm up. And so even though you're warming up, you still don't feel the tips of your fingers. They're still numb. Okay. Um, I'm not even going to fuck with it yet. I'm just going to, you know... Lay here by the fire. Maybe I'll put him in my armpits. Okay. So you try to warm up your hands best you can. However, uh, it starts to... Now it feels like you're getting jabbed with pins in the tips of your fingers. It hurts really bad, actually. No hit point loss on that, but this is making you very, very uncomfortable. Yeah, I'd imagine um, that might not be good, but... It can't be... They can't be completely destroyed yet. I mean... You don't know? I mean... Stage, do you have stage any, two, maybe? I don't know. Do you have any medicine knowledge? Uh, the base, 30%. Oh, wait, that's not medicine. That's first aid. It's first aid. Uh, well, would I know anything about... Well, I guess just warm them up and keep them clean. Basic first aid stuff, right? But they're not dirty. And they were just frozen. They're fine. I'm fine. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. It's okay. We're yep. okay. Everything's okay. Just take a nap. Just go to sleep. Just take a nap. Oh, Lenny half hands. Lenny, as you're warming up and uh, these pins and needles are in your hands are starting to hurt, you hear the wind whip around outside. Oh, man. Now i got to fight another monster? Really loud. It's starting to remind you of uh-huh. another time you heard... The wind whipping around, it's almost howling at you. No way they brought them costumes all the way up to the mountains here. <laughs> I clench my gun close to my chest and I kind of I kind of shimmy back to the wall, so I'm like kind of sitting up against it now if, if my back feels okay doing that. Yeah. Um, uh, you, you can do it, but it hurts. Yeah. Um, well, it might be better to be a little bit straight up. That way if I have to get up and run or something, it'll be easier than from off the ground that makes sense so you get up put your back up against the wall you got your shotgun drawn and readied mm-hmm. and you hear the wind still whipping around for a little bit and then it starts to die off after about a minute or so and it just fades away i'm just like opposite wherever the front door is and watching that part of the 
you know, the wall of the building. I think there was a window next to it, right? Yeah. Um, so just watching that. Very scary. Watching out the window. Yeah. So you look out the front window. Well, no, no, no. Just I'm, I'm sitting on the floor, just he- watching that wall, the door, and the window. If I see anything, you know, because you I'm kind of pick your head up to look out at anything. No, no, no. I'm just staying away. So if anything comes through, <laughs> I can get it. What you see is basically just treetops from your angle. Yeah. Okay. Out that window, you can't really see anything else. Whatever but... it is, I don't need to see it. <laughs> I might doze off, I don't know. You can doze off if you'd like, but you have... You just have yourself and Jimmy the Skiff here Yeah. on the well, floor. I, I was out in, in the cold a lot, so I mean, I feel like I need to sit here and chill for a while, let the food digest, and right. whatever he shot into me wear off completely and run through my system. So he's pretty much... He might doze off a little bit while watching the door, but he's pretty much not doing much. He's just sitting there and... All right. Waiting. So, Lenny, you sit there for for a little while. Uh, Heather, Heather, you wake up <laughs> on your bathroom floor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not the first time. What else is new? <laughs> <laughs> Jägermeister is a fucking hell of a thing. Heard that. Mm-hmm. And when you wake up, you kind of pick yourself up off the floor. You feel your head. You got like a lump on the back of your head from where you hit the floor. Uh, you're going to take one hit point of damage from the fall. <laughs> from that head hit. Rude. And you get up and you look at the mirror. The shape is gone now. It's unfogged. And you step out of the shower or step out of the bathroom. And you look over. You see uh, Ginger is asleep on the couch, stretched out. Okay. What do you do? Hey, you guys want to see something real cool? Run the hot water in the bathroom. I'll wake her up. At first I was thinking, like, oh, she would I'm not going to wake her up because she's freaking out, but I'm kind of selfish. So I would... <laughs> <laughs> do it. So I wake her up and tell her, Ginger, oh my God, I just saw this shape. I saw a shape on the mirror. It was like in fog when you draw a shape. She's and- like, no. And it made me dizzy, and then I and then I fainted. I just woke up on the floor, like. I... She says, "No, no, 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 no. Did I draw it on there? I must have at some point. I think I was trying to remember what it looks like." I mean, I know I asked you already, but can you draw it so that I can see it and see if it's the same thing I saw? She says, "Well, if you saw it, you know that it's terrible." It was, like, more confusing. than Like, I didn't... I don't know. I don't know if it was terrible. It was, like... Just, like, I don't know. It just... It makes me feel so strange and... Can I try and draw it? Can Heather try you can. and draw it? Okay. Oh, shit. You give an attempt to draw it. As your hand is gliding against the page with a pencil. Mm-hmm. <gasps> You start to almost feel your hand do it by itself. Like a Ouija board? Mm-hmm. Yes, like a Ouija board. <laughs> Except no one's moving it but you. <laughs> <laughs> so exactly like a Ouija board. You start to draw out this shape again. And you look at it. And it's not bending in on itself. It's not moving. But Ginger looks at it and goes, That's it! That's the shape! Does it look anything like when I took the pencil and, like, rubbed it on the necklace? No, it doesn't look like that. Do they both pass out after looking at the shape again? (laughs) (laughs) They do not. However, uh, Heather starts to feel a little nauseous from looking at it. As it, not bending, but it starts to wiggle a little bit. Okay. I just, like, push the paper to the side. I'm like, oh my god, okay. is, is that, that's what you saw? That's the same thing, right? She goes, yes. Yes! And she screams. <laughs> Everybody I talk to just starts screaming at me lately. It's kind of more like an orgasm. <laughs> but she does scream it like, you know, there might be other people in the apartment building who... 
Okay, so I, I cover. Take... I think I cover her mouth a little bit. I'm like, it's okay, but you gotta calm down. She goes, uh, uh, I'm sorry, Heather. I'm sorry. You know, I think I'm just. I'm gonna try to get back to sleep. I am exhausted, and I'm tired, and I'm emotional. I'm sorry. No, it, it's okay. Just um, get some rest. I'm gonna. Are you okay if I go to work? I mean, I kind of have to make as much money as I can right now. Because I understand that. That yeah, it's you. Go to work. Go to work, Heather. You know, don't worry about me. I'll I'll be. I just need some sleep. I'm gonna write down the bar's number. Just call me if you need anything. Says okay, I will. And you leave and head to work. I want to say also that I dress a little bit slutty because I'm really trying to make some money before I get shit canned. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> and also, I have two black eyes a little bit still. So I mean, you gotta. Yeah, so you put on, you know, makeup. And 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 now a concussion. So Heather, you wear like a um, like a halter top underneath a heavy jacket. You have leg warmers on and like a pink skirt. The walk to the bar is cold, but it's not that bad given that you have that really big jacket. It's a knee length, right? Yeah. Nice. So you walk to the bar and you come in and you see Sal behind the bar and Devil Went Down to Georgia's playing on the jukebox. There's a good one. That's a good one. And there is this woman there that you've never seen before, Heather. Mm-hmm. But she's going around to all the customers and, like, singing the song with them. Okay. She looks like she's pretty tipsy, but she's being loud and, like... Like, I'm annoyed by her already. You kind of already are. Uh, she's about... 45, something like that, like a little too old to be partying yeah. like this. And yeah, as soon as you walk in, you see her trying hard to buddy up to one of the guys at the bar. Uh, one of your regulars uh-uh. is just like not feeling it. Not okay. up in here, honey. It's my <laughs> turf. Is that what you say to her? No. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh. <laughs> I'm trying to get another bloody nose. I can't get beat up again, guys. I'm like... You are beat up. Hanging on by a thread here. Sounds like Heather. Um, Are you okay? Is he saying that because I'm... (laughs) Why do you say that, Sal? Says, uh... It looks like you got a little bruise under one of your eyes there. Oh, yeah. That, um... I had a little run-in. With some college girl, and uh, I mean, oh, oh, I held my own though. I did, but she sucker punched me. I wasn't even looking. Oh, that's the worst. So, speaking of fights, try not to start one with that wild one over there. <laughs> All right, I know she's had a couple already. I was just gonna ask you, what's her deal? says to you, uh, well, she wasn't exactly shy about sharing, you know. Anyway, her deal is that she's a recent divorcee who has just moved into the neighborhood. And, well, she at least is enjoying herself, if you know what I mean. I mean, I get it, but, I mean, if she starts getting on my nerves all night, I'm going to have to say something to her. Here's well, Heather, I mean, she's been here for a couple days now. Uh, she comes in and a little wild, a little wacky over there and drinks maybe a little too much. And maybe I had the flag uh, yesterday, but she tips well, so. Oh, well, you should have started with that, Sal. Now <laughs> you're talking my language. I mean. Well, that's funny because we're best friends. <laughs> so funny because I was just thinking she seems so nice I could be a great wing woman for her oh that's what you're gonna do (laughs) that's how you're gonna play it that's pretty cool I like it so you get behind the bar there's a couple of the regulars there and you have to deal with this loud noisy broad now Mm -hmm. but she comes up to you and she's like She's like, hi, hey, 
Hey, I've been hanging out with Sal all this time. Uh, Who are you? I just, I just, I just want to meet the people in my neighborhood bar. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I, tot I totally know what you mean. Uh, oh, this is my song, this is my song, no. this is my song. I just put it on. I just put it on. And she starts grooving along to it. It's another, it's another country song. She's like, I love my hillbillies, man. Love them. Yep, I can uh, see that. Uh, it's just having a good time. What? What's your name, honey? What's your name? And it tries again. Uh, it's it's Heather. What's your name? Julie. Julie. Nice to meet you. Well, it's nice to meet you, Julie. Uh, you could go enjoy your song. I'll uh, gonna say hi to some people. She's okay. Can I get a shot of Jägermeister? <laughs> I don't think she's had enough. Absolutely. <laughs> For you, I'll make it a double. Trying to get some of that alimony money. She grabs the shot and she goes, Well, I mean, he got the kid, so fuck it, right? Oh. And um, she puts back the shot. She is an incompetent mother. Oh, yeah. Terrible. Heather might be a little triggered by that, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Heather, you're not feeling this woman so much. Uh -uh. Oh, who cares about kids? <laughs> Nobody cares about them, right? Mom, I mean, Julie. Whoa. <laughs> but she's, uh, she's still being loud and playing her hillbillies, loving it. But every time you do serve her, she drops like a, another like $3 for you. I do make a little concoction, though, that's like 20% Jägermeister, and the rest is like Coca-Cola, and just mix it up, so that's what nice. I pour her from now on. That's a good one. So you're cutting the Jägermeister with Coke. Yeah, ain't nobody trying to deal with puke. Right, right. So that's a good move. Um, but you kind of spend the rest of the night there, and you deal with her. She keeps getting more and more drunk, but she keeps tipping well. It's fine, then. She passes. It's like an A minus. And around one in the morning, she just passes out on the bar. Her face, <laughs> boom, face first <laughs> on the bar. Uh, Wait, did Walter come in yet? He said he was going to come in. <laughs> did Walter get to meet her? Oh, Walter, were you going to come in the bar? Make Walter drive her home? I was planning on, yeah, after my show. Oh, okay. Oh, Let's oh, rewind oh, a little oh. bit then. We knew where she was headed anyway. Like, we could see that coming a mile away. I'm surprised she lasted that long. Yeah, it's pretty good. 1 a.m.? And she was there before yeah. my shift started. Yeah. Oh man, I've seen that so many times. And she's a, <laughs> and she's so old, like in her forties, barf. <laughs> but uh, Walter, what time do you get to the bar? I mean, probably uh, you know, like in the nine o'clock area. Probably would have gone home, had something to eat. Is there anything you want to accomplish at home? Um, uh, not especially, just because of all the, uh, trouble that he's, uh, seemed to have gotten into since acquiring these books. We'll probably keep that on his person. Uh, but, you know, he basically just goes home and maybe washes his face, has something to eat, leaves right. anything he doesn't need to take to the fireside and heads on out. Okay, so that'll be about eight o'clock or so when you head out. Might do a little Wawa run, grab a coffee for Heather. Nice. So as you leave your house, you see that there are still three chairs out front of Lenny's house. He's usually home by now. Hmm. Interesting. Three chairs saving his parking spot, of course. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not three ghosts sitting outside. No, no. <laughs> Soon. Yeah, I mean, uh, just kind of check his uh, his place there. Uh, any lights on or anything? Does it look like anybody's home? Nope. Does not. Well, I mean, it's not strange enough that he'd be worried, but he does take note of it. I'll probably mention mm -hmm. it to Heather. You just know he's usually usually home by now. Do they have a payphone in the uh, fireside? Sure. Noise. I would probably let you use the bar phone, too. Yeah. Pretty nice. Oh, that's right. Yeah, given given why I'd want to use the phone anyway, that would probably make more sense. So, yeah, I mean, uh, he makes note of it and continues on. All right. You continue to Wawa. Grab yourself a 20-ounce. I don't think they had 24-ounce back then. <laughs> Not sure. Grab a couple uh, soft pretzels if they got them still. Nice. Probably not that soft at this point. 
Wawa back in the day when you'd actually tell someone your order <laughs> instead of having that that fucking screen. Yeah, yeah. you could yeah. be like yeah. little mayo, like just a little bit. When their bread was good. When well, their bread wasn't made out of yoga mats. I thought that was Subway. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. so gross now. It's, it's the same shit. It was Amoroso. I worked there. Yeah. I was one of the people that worked overnight. Amoroso was dope. And took drunk people's sandwich disorders, and they were disgusting sandwich combos. I did that for a couple weeks. <laughs> that was enough. <laughs> so, over to the fireside, and the first thing you hear is this woman, Julie. She is just loud as fuck. And again, just kind of dancing, but by herself in the middle <laughs> of the bar, mm-hmm. singing along to the songs. It's the first thing you notice when you come in. Hmm. Kind of thinks to himself that it's a bit more uh, lively in here than usual. Certainly than the last time we came in here. <laughs> well, at least it's not cheating hard. Yeah. Well, you see Julie there dancing, and she's wearing like a mini skirt and kind of a deep cut shirt showing off a little cleave and (laughs) the colors that she's wearing just clash together it's like the the skirt is like red but the top is like this weird orangey color and it just doesn't look right together it's called clashing yes gross babe (laughs) it's also called the 80s you see a fur coat on the back of one of the chairs, a long fur coat, woman's fur coat. With it is a leopard print purse of some sort. That right there is woman's fur. <laughs> and uh, Walter, what do you do at the bar here? Pinch your butt. Uh, he looks around and uh, takes a look to see if uh, his buddy Lenny's here. Going back to him not being you home. You do not see Lenny around, but Julie comes right over to you as yeah. soon as the door closes behind you. Whoa. And she starts right. dancing with you, starts singing all the words to uh, Jackson by Johnny Cash, and uh, uh. we got caught up. Yeah, that one. Oh, man. And she's, she's dancing, trying to get you to dance with her. Oh, man. Uh, you know, I mean, I don't know how lively of a dancer uh, Walter is. You don't but, want to make a big fool of yourself. Um, you know, I mean, he'd probably try to be friendly at least. And This is Walter's rebound. Yeah. <laughs> You're being, like, cordial but not yeah, overly not, friendly. And not dancing. Not trying to really, uh, you know, encourage too much, I guess. But, like, you know, he kind of, like... Dances like around to a chair a little bit. I say, hey, uh-huh, kind of, uh-huh. you know, waves, greets her kind of thing. That's the move right there. Just like, ah, 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 shimmy away. Yeah. So that's what you do. And she follows you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Typical Julie's. Oh, man. And she's just like, hey, what's your name? It's like, uh, gr- greetings, I'm Walter. I haven't seen you here before. So, Walter, wow, I just moved into the neighborhood. And, uh, you know, I'm just trying to meet some peoples. How's it going? Welcome to South Philly. She's kind of like pirate-eyeing a little bit, like trying to make sure there's only one of you. (laughs) And she's like, Walter, you're kind of cute. You got a good vibe going on. Yes. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, not that I I put would. my arm aside, and I'm like, have you met my twin? And I look to the <laughs> side, trying to mess with her you a little know, bit. What? what? <laughs> anyway, you're, you're crazy, man. You're crazy. Oh, man. So, yeah, well, I should probably get a drink. And is she holding a drink? She is. Of course. Zah, dark colors. Uh, it's, a, it's a good choice. hey heather he kind of says loudly as he looks back uh, towards your direction wherever you are any cores on tap is she still right there like up his butt (laughs) no no she goes back to she goes back to dancing again (laughs) i go over and i'm like hey walter your girlfriend's here (laughs) he uh does the old uh sweat wiping off the brow kind of thing Right. He tries to make sure she doesn't see it, though. 
Keep it polite. Uh, and uh, little, yeah, pretty much subtle one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I suppose things are a bit more lively than last time. That's good. Yep, that's uh, apparently the new thing. How many people are at the fireside tonight? Or at least at the bar. I don't really scan 360, but... Uh, there's there's people at the bar. Uh, not all of the seats are taken up, but more than usual. Okay. We'll say, we'll say there's about 10 people in the bar right now. 11 if you count Julie. Okay. But no, Sounds but she like ain't a, sitting at the bar right now. She is dancing. Sounds like eleven and a half right there. She got ants in her pants. Walter, what do you want to accomplish at the bar here? Well, um, how uh, how busy are the people uh, here tonight? Are they uh, keeping Heather's attention, or uh, she got any free time to shoot the breeze? Uh, they are keeping her attention, but you know, it's not super busy, so she can chill out and hang for you know, like five minutes at a time. Well, I figure in one of those brief exchanges, I might mention I um, hadn't seen uh, Lenny's truck uh, when I was heading out. And I uh, thought maybe we should uh, give him a call, see if he wants to have a drink. Maybe leave him a message. I don't think he was home when I left. All right. Think I could use the phone? Ring, oh, ring. definitely. I was thinking of the same thing. Like, he's always here on Thursday. Mm-hmm. So you call, his, you call his house, and there is no answer. Only the answering machine picks up, and it says, "And you know what to do." <laughs> oh, uh, hey, Lenny! Uh, I noticed your truck wasn't there when I left, so I guess you'll probably get this later. Uh, went down to the fireside. I'm hanging out with Heather. It's uh, kind of a lively night. I see you're not here though, which I'm told is your usual Thursday night. So uh, we'll see you later. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> that always happens to me. So, Walter, how long do you stay at the bar should, uh, should I call him back? <laughs> I want to say I tell Walter about the necklace thing, but also I call Lenny, too, because I think he's just screening his calls because he's kind of dick like that. Okay. So yeah. you call him again, and uh, you get the greeting and the beep. Yeah, yeah like, you know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Lenny, just answer the phone. I know you're there. Just listening. <laughs> you gotta come down. <laughs> this answering machine is now full. <laughs> <laughs> Your girlfriend's here. <laughs> oh, man, that's right. I didn't even get to mention the, the lady. Jeez. You said it's lively. So, Heather, uh, you know, the night goes through. Walter, do you stay for very long? Yeah, might as well. Keep having some company. I know uh, it seems like there's some dark clouds on the horizon, so I spend a little bit of money. <laughs> um, all right, so you kind of s- stay there for how long? Uh, till it closes? Uh, yeah, honestly, if, uh, if Lenny never shows up at all and we never hear back from him, he would start to think that's pretty weird. Because, uh, I mean, he figures he's probably going to come home at some point tonight, listen to those messages, and at least call the place if he ain't coming in. I mean, that's just what he assumes, based on right. what he's been told. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, after a while, he's probably just like, uh, well, that's pretty weird uh, that he never showed up, huh? Come 1 a.m., you see Julie pass out face down on the bar. <laughs> uh, oh, he says to Heather. <laughs> Heather, as she passes out, she knocks over her beer, too. Mm-hmm. And it spills across the bar. Oh, God damn it. And you go to go wipe it up. Mm-hmm. And you see that it's spilled and starting to trickle away. But the part that's trickling away kind of forms this weird shape. Mm-hmm. Don't you say it. And it starts bending in on itself a little bit. Uh. And that's where we're going to end it. No! Ooh. Oh, man. Does, did Walter see it? Walter is at the other end of the bar, but Let's see. I assume he was staying as far away from Julie as possible. But guys, it's been three episodes, and we get to do luck. Yay! Oh, look at that. I made myself a note and everything. Lucky us. <laughs> All right, so try to roll the uh, percentile dice. If you get higher than your current luck, you can get 1d10 luck back. I know you can't spend luck on insanity rolls, and you Mm -hmm. can't push your luck, 
but can I roll for more sanity instead of luck? I know that's a no, but I want to so bad. There you go. There's a 10. Okay. Like I swear I won't ask this again, but I roll the two dice like usual, and I want to get under. Higher. You want to get higher, higher this time. I rolled a freaking 39 out of 40. How shitty nope. is that? Nope. Anyone gain back luck? No. No. Ooh. We luckless. stink. Uh, yeah, we stink, guys. He did. <laughs> I got a 39 out of 40. Never mind. Just we stay. Sounds like you guys are all out of luck. So, until next time, remember, sanity is overrated. <laughs> Bye, you guys. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye, guys. See you later. See you later. It's all getting edited out anyway. Yeah, what kind of game is this? This is the after game. <laughs> I didn't mean like that. I felt like we're best friends. <laughs> hey, this is George. Just a quick reminder to like, follow, and review us if you like what you're hearing. And if you want to support us and make our show better, head on over to our Patreon. You can always email us at contact at thatcthulujohn.com with any comments. And you can follow us on Instagram at thatcthulujohn. 